Some days are terrible, you wish that you were dead And some days are magical, like great banana bread Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads The voices in our heads What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Voices in Our Heads And welcome to another episode of Neurotica Pew, pew, pew! It's a, it's a dual release It's a mashup um, We were talking about two things that we need to address um, Wait, we have to say who we are Oh, I'm Christina Hutchinson And I'm Justin Silver And this is a mashup of The Voices in Our Heads and Neurotica Wow, look at us Kevin, yeah. what you doing in that fireplace? We're at Christina's apartment mm-hmm. Six feet away from one another It's true um, Now Justin, you were there Before we talk about sucking our own dicks um, You were there when I was talking to the devil mm-hmm. on mushrooms. I was here. And I never asked you what that was, like what you witnessed, mm-hmm. because I don't recall, I barely remember you. I remember looking you in the face and going, where's your face? Are you Justin or are you Muhammad? I remember that. I couldn't t- I couldn't tell who, and then I looked at Muhammad, I'm like, are you Justin? He's like, no, honey. I'm like, oh God, where is anybody? Um, yeah, it was fun. But what was I, do- I'm pretty sure I was drooling on the floor. I was honored that you called me. Yeah. That I was the life raft yeah. while you were drowning in your own <laughs> visions and thoughts. Because I was started to get in the state that you saw me in. I was there right before Muhammad was like, um, I'm going to get us an Uber so we can uh, like go back to your place because we shouldn't be in public right now. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know what kind of mushrooms you took, but... The ones he grew. The ones he grew. Yeah. And that motherfucker does drugs. So he's like very well versed. He's like a psychedelic nerd. I mean, yeah. he, you know, and he, he works in a medical field. So he's like really, you know, that's why I was like, oh, I'm excited to do them with him because his are probably potent or whatever. But I remember I kept saying while both of you were here, I was like, am I doing a good thing or a bad thing? Is this good or bad? I came in and you were on the floor crying. I was. And you were going very deep in and out of these, uh, I, I don't know if you were having visual hallucinations of the real, you had to be. Yes. But you were going in and out of your own head into these like tunnels and I kept trying to just keep you present. Yeah. I and remember you on the floor with me at one point I was on the there. fireplace. Yeah. I was trying to just sort of keep you grounded a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I asked you if you wanted a hug because I didn't want to be invasive. Yeah. And did I? You did not, which wow. is not a surprise. Yeah, that, did make, that makes sense. <laughs> Especially that state. People are like, why aren't you banging Christina? I'm like, because we barely hug. <laughs> That's on me, though. And that was also before we weren't allowed to hug people yet. Like, because that was before the lockdown really happened. Oh, so what was your excuse for before that? I don't know, but we had hugged uh, during the lockdown after you were quarantined for two weeks yes. and stuff, and I didn't see anybody. And we hugged, and it was one of the best hugs I've ever had in it my life. It was a great hug. It was. It, you're we, the only person I've hugged oh, so far. Oh, yeah. You're the only person that I've hugged. Such a good hug. Yeah. It was a really long, nice I love you. I need connection. <laughs> I know. Hug. I need someone's body before, like touching me. Before that, it was it was the giant ninety pound pit bull. Yeah. That I had Mega. that I that I gave back for um for reasons that I didn't think that he would uh, be appropriate for the kids in my family. However, yeah. a fantastic dog, and I needed him, and he really uh, got me through a bunch of stuff. But back to your hallucination. Your oh, hallucination. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you were going in and out of this consciousness and you were mumbling about cartoons that you were seeing and the devil was talking to you. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, I kept thinking I was Alice in Alice in Wonderland and I kept thinking I was going in and out of Wonderland but everyone was bad. Mm-hmm. 
not good. And it was kind of dark in here, so I wanted the blinds open a little bit, uh-huh. the, the curtains open. And then I just kept pumping you full of water. Oh, yeah. And so you kept peeing, and, kept peeing, peeing. and peeing to flush it out. Yeah. And I made you drink about a gallon of water, I think. I remember being on the floor drooling all over myself, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, I need to go to the bathroom! And I just charged to the bathroom. And then when I was in there, it looked different, and it looked very dirty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my house isn't clean. I gotta put you on mushrooms and just let you loose in my house with some Clorox. I'll wipes. never do. I mean, I say I'll never do mushrooms again, but I will never. I'll never do like those. They were like they looked like dried up mushrooms because mm-hmm. the ones that I usually do are those chocolates, mm-hmm. which I know because I've done them for a while. I'm like these go well with me. It's fine. So I maybe do those one more time, but not yeah I th- regular the pur- mushrooms. The purpose of those, I think, is uh, they're very intense. Is to go within and have almost like an ayahuasca. Is that, a, is that a type of person? I think that's... A, no, but I think that's the word that you use. Yeah, so it releases like the natural DMT in your brain so that you can self, self-analyze, self I think, and mm-hmm. explore those those sort of the caverns and the nooks and crannies of your psyche. But yeah. at a certain point, I think people like you and I who are very self-reflective, artistic, and go to therapy, uh-huh. I, I think for people who like need those doors opened... I get the value in all those, and there's certainly been a time in my life where psychedelics have certainly aided. I remember when I was a teenager, I was reading a ton of Alan Watts, mm. and I remember taking mushrooms and sort of seeing the how we're all sewn into the same fabric of the universe, and you can understand, like, you know. That was what the, I was hoping to get. All that stuff, like the molecules of our skin are touching the air, and then the air, there's nothing separate, You and, and you get it on sort of a visceral level. Right. Right? But then... At a certain point, you you're there. Too much self anal too much self analyzing is no good. It's it's like the tooler. He says overthinking, overanalyzing separates the body from the mind. For sure, and I'm an overthinker and overanalyzer, hundred yeah. percent. However, before we hopped, Mohammed and I were went to Roosevelt Island. I remember it was a beautiful day, and I when the mushrooms started kicking in, I started sobbing as if my heart had gotten broken, the worst it's ever been broken. Mm. And I wasn't even seeing any, but like it wasn't. There was no recent something to pull from or anything, and I was felt so heartbroken. I remember Mohammed saying like I didn't. Really you had all this pain inside you i'm like i didn't either but i gotta say after that trip i have felt like a new person like like i yes i purged all the a lot of bullshit out of my system good so it did serve as some ayahuasca-esque thing i just i'll never do i no interest in doing that again it worked as a catalyst there was uh yeah it had a little epiphany yeah oh god but But thanks for coming over yeah but i don't think necessary to delve that deep again Nah, I'm good. Because it could, cause at the same time, it's still a traumatic experience. It Yes. It no. was traumatic, I guess. I, I would certainly classify it as that. But when I think about it, I'm very glad that it happened. Because I feel so clear. I feel so much clearer. Good. But we're not suggesting it to the listeners. Oh, no. I mean, that's... You have to... We've Yeah, Corinne and I have always said, if you're going to dabble in drugs, do your research. Yeah. Make sure all of the factor... You know, being in a good environment, making sure you know where this drug came from and researching it and taking vitamins if that's the drug, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but being responsible. Because you can enjoy... I really do enjoy substances. So do I. A little too much sometimes. but um, But I love being transported into other realities of in my own soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. Um, there's like times I'll take substances and I just do them for entertainment. Yeah. And usually if I do that, it's a light amount. I'm not like a overuser of things. Yeah. Because I think I have like too much drive and 
anxiety and at the same time like uh, like I could never really become a drug addict. Like I've done, I've done so many different types of drugs. Were you ever? I've, yeah, you've done so many yeah. drugs that people get hooked on. That yeah, I'm like, but I don't. Done heroin. I have. Me and That's Jesse. impressive that a person can do it and not get hooked. I never shot it, but like oh. we were, you know, we how do were, you do it? We, were, it? we used to sniff it and smoke it. But we were oh. seven. We were seventeen. Wow. And we used to do it. We used to do it on the weekends after we broke out of that boarding school. Yeah. Me and Jesse got that was it. abusive. But, yeah. But we never did it more than like on the weekends and at the same time. I, I mean, back then. I thought I had like an alcohol and a coke addiction because I was, I was no. Then I was eighteen. I was working at that uh, that sort of model celebrity bar and emptying ashtrays for like sixty bucks a night in Soho till four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, we've and all there, had those New York jobs. And there was and there was a lot of coke there, and it was like I wasn't doing a ton of it, but it was, it was the it was the frequency of doing it because yeah. it was like five nights a week I was working there. But I realized like that that's sort of, even though it was excessive, it's still sort of like age appropriate drug use for a New Yorker in his <laughs> teens who I just so. got out of like a locked up boarding school for a few years. And then once like you get for me anyway, like, you know, once you get uh, um, once you're motivated and into the things you're doing in your life. Yeah. Waking up with a hangover and that uh, that that taking away from those things is just not like th- that's that's. That's the greater of those evils for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think that that's possible. I yeah. talk, I talked to my shrink about it the other day, and I was like, I told him like substance. I was like, you know, I'll, sometimes there'll be a day where I'll do this substance, and I'm like, do you think this is a problem? And he's like, and so, and I was so, you know, I have no problem being honest with him about that. And he was like, no, he's like, well, let's think about like, uh, what, is, how is it making you feel? Is there a calm down? What is like, what, what's it affecting in your life? He's like, what's the frequency? He goes, mm, if it were alcohol, would you be questioning this at all? And I was like. No, not at all. He's yeah. like, right, so let's not demonize the substance you're using just because one is legal and one is illegal. Right, unless it's heroin. I feel like if you're doing heroin, Correct. you got some issues. It's There's not. some issue, it's, yeah, or it, meth or whatever. But. It's, right, it's none, it's, none of the, it's none of the, Yeah. it's none of the, I don't know what the class is. It's, none of the club, big, it's like a club drug, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the big ones there. Right. So, but, but I was just like, is this a problem? He's like, no, I think the biggest problem, Jesse says this to me all the time, is that the biggest problem is that you're so worried that you would have a problem, which is why you don't have a problem. Yeah, which is great. Sometimes <laughs> right. the anxiety works in your favor. Right. You know what I mean? It keeps you from, you know, going off the deep end. Um, Now, the second thing that we were talking about before I press record was if you could suck your own dick, would you? But you can. Did you? I don't think you posed it as a question. Yeah, I said, if you could suck your own dick, would you? No. I think you said something like, I wouldn't. You said, I wouldn't lick my own twat. Well, no. And you said, I don't know why you you said said you would suck your own dick. And I'm like, I wouldn't eat myself out if I could. But you said oh, then you oh no 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 and then you said I've put my wiener in my mouth I'm like hold that phone it's and let's record correct it's because of how I'm holding the microphone that's what started the conversation now I remember oh, right, the right, microphone right. is being supported by my dick my hairless muscled tanned thighs oh <laughs> but it looks like you know it looks like I'm I'm essing my own d and then I can I can s your own I can d? touch my mouth on it wow but I'm flexible. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I did a full split this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I'm flexible. Oh, this weekend was fun. We had another fun one. Why oh, my I God. called you up. I'll, yeah, let, I'll yeah, let you. you. No, you, you. I'll let you. You, he, Justin calls me up. Um, his friend is is a is a famous fashion photographer. You can say who it is. Stephen Klein. Yeah, because he's, yeah. 
uh, a well-known photographer has shot music videos for a lot of huge Lady pop Gaga, stars. Um, Lana Del Rey. Yeah. And I love his aesthetic. And it's so funny because my ex-boyfriend really liked his aesthetic because it was very goth. And I was like, hey, I'm going to Stephen Klein and you're not. And his Instagram is Stephen Klein Studios. Yeah, so if you yeah. Check it out. It's oh very, my god, it's beautiful. He is such. He's a pop. Well, he's part of pop culture with the, with and, and the art that he makes is incredible. It is. And he has the most beautiful house in Hamptons where he has six horses. Yeah, he's got a fifty-acre farm up there where there's six horses and three Great Danes. The, that, gi- the Danes. That's that, how you know J- Stephen, right? Yes, I know him from. I train all his dogs. So. You've known Stephen for how long? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And uh, and I and we went up there over the summer. Mm-hmm. to hang and it was the most beautiful place i've ever been it's gorgeous so so i'm i don't know what i was doing i was on this couch and justin calls me and you start laughing you're like hey buddy you want to do get away this weekend and i was like what what's up he's like you want to uh go to steven's place uh i guess he's gonna be there i'm like who and you're like fucking madonna and i was like no <laughs> fucking way because yeah. i know that they're close friends and he's shot he's done oh my god he shot videos for her too in photos yeah he's photographed her and shot a lot of her videos yeah and i was like what the fuck so for like a full 24 hours i was just glowing i'm like i can't believe and then I started listening to Madonna's music because I, I listened to her, but not, you know, it's just kind of randomly. And uh, and then I was just listening to her greatest hits. I'm like, damn, Madonna's. That's fucking Madonna. Yeah, it's Madonna. Madonna is so iconic. Uh-huh. Arguably one of the most iconic singers, one of, certainly top five for if you, sure. If you, you know when they do those things where it's like... Uh, you go to some restaurant. It's like it's it's always like Michael Jackson, Madonna. It's like the f- most famous faces. Uh huh. Frank mm-hmm. Sinatra. Yeah. You know? And but Madonna. And then I was so what I was doing in my apartment. But when after you we hung up, I was like, I'm gonna meet Madonna. And I started practicing saying hi to her. I did this on my podcast <laughs> last week. I was dork. just like, I was like, <laughs> well, first I looked up her name because I didn't think it was Madonna, but it's Madonna. Her it's first real name. name. Yeah. And I was like, Hi Madonna. Hi Madonna. Hi Ma- Oh hi Madonna. Hello, Madonna. Hi. Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, Madonna. They hi. call her M. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Or Madge. Don't people call her Madge? Madge, yeah. Um, and then, so Stephen had his birthday, and he was having a social distancing birthday party. Yeah, it was like So a most Zoom. of the people were there on Zoom. There was like 250 people on Zoom. Yeah, it was like very interesting celebrities and yeah. drag, things like yeah. that. And, uh, but the the thing is, and, and, and people like, even when I posted stuff, people were like saying shit online. What do you mean? Like, oh, apparently you don't give a shit about the rest of the city when you come oh, back. God. And I'm like, first of all. We had to clean. We had to bleach ourselves before we walked in the house. Everything was so immaculate. And everybody who works at the farm and has been up there mm-hmm. has been up there for a month yep. only with each other. And everybody at Madonna's house, the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. So, And, and you're pe- the only person I've hung out with. You and Corinne. I've been hanging out with you and Corinne. And I got, are the only two people I've hung out with during this whole quarantine. And I got tested. Yeah. Before I came up. Yeah. So we made sure everybody was very responsible yeah. about that. Yeah, we had our masks on and stuff. Yeah. And so, then Stephen had performers up. He came up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can we talk about you? Your, um, not problem with authority, but your attitude towards authority? It tickles me. I, for, let me get to this. <laughs> I was so, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was so delighted to call you and say that because we've been in this quarantine yeah and it like makes me feel good to do nice things for you yeah thanks. so i was like yeah <clears throat> so i was so i was like the, so when he first asked he was like justin you know it's my birthday today so <laughs> I, I have the danes and i have ace his 
beautiful oh, son. It's cutest little boy. It's cutest little boy. Um, he's like, and I have my son, and I'm just having a few people that are already at the house, and I'd love you to come up. And I was so honored. And my first question was, can I bring Christina? Yeah. And he was like, sure. And he's like, and you guys can perform stand-up. And I was like, uh, for, record scratch. For nine people. And In person. And then 250 person. people online. Yeah, I was, most of them, a lot of them, famous people, and we haven't done stand up in three months. Right, and it doesn't really work that way. Like no. stand up has to, you can't stand up has to be done in a stand up environment where the com- you're coming into the comedian's world. It yes. doesn't. It doesn't. I've done. I've done stand like when you do corporate gigs and things like that. It's just it. It's awkward and it yes. just it doesn't feel right. You want you mm. want to be in front of an audience that came to the venue to see comedy. Right. Other, because there you go. That's that's the starting point. That's the energy that a comedian needs. Yes, especially if there's other acts and other types of things going on. Yes. It's like com. You you have to sort of it needs it requires a little momentum, which is why comics bring opening acts and uh-huh. there's a host yeah. and there's yeah. your phones are off, right? You know, um, but <laughs> but going up there with the Danes is great. And uh, you want to get right to that? <laughs> well, no, with the stand up part though, I was like. I, in my head, I was like, we'll figure out a way around this because I don't think it's gonna. the vibe is going to call for it. I didn't know exactly what Steven had planned in terms no. of entertainment, but I was like, I feel like he's going to have some you know, really cool thing that somebody talking is just going to ruin the vibe. Right, and there's, yes, there's music playing and there was someone Zoom DJing and yeah. there, was, uh, there was this beautiful um, sort of burlesque, Opera Gaga, Opera Gaga is her Opera Instagram Gaga. handle. Opera Gaga is her Instagram handle, but she's, she's like, a burlesque pole dancer who sings opera while she's dancing on the pole, which is incredibly. She was so muscled. Yeah, she was like an acrobat. Her body was insane, bananas. Yeah, and she had this uh, this uh, jeweled. What do you call it? Uh, oh, like a face thing? Not bedazzled. No, the ma- the face mask, but it was like a it oh, was a jewel. Yeah, bedazzled. bedazzled. Yeah, it was like a bedazzled face mask with lips painted on it. Yeah, it was cool. And then the other guy, I forgot his name. Um, there was uh there was another performer there who was sort of I guess like emceeing it, but he had one that was like leather with a zipper. So it yeah, looked, the it, zipper. It looked like the um what was it from Pulp Fiction? Go get oh, the gimp. The gimp oh, from yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. It was like in a little S and M. Yeah, so it looked it was like cool. he was at a kink party. Yeah, and Stephen's whole house is sort of like that. Oh. Like like even. Even the horse stables look like touring equipment yes. for um he, for, for rock bands and stuff. He gives such a shit about aesthetics. Obviously, he, that's what his job is. But yeah. I so appreciate somebody whose home is decorated uh, yeah. with a lot of care and a lot of creativity. And his stables, his horse stables, because my mom grew up the with chandelier horses. in the yes. horse stables. My mom grew up with horses, so I sent her videos of the horses, and, and she was like, "Those are." perfect horses they were oh my god they were they're so gorgeous yeah um and he's got a jump he's got a jumping ring so he jumps yeah, the horses which yeah. is really beautiful to he watch. rides english style yeah and um and so when we got there we we made a run real quick to pick something up and then when we uh i remember when we came back he goes oh yeah madonna dropped out that bag can you put it in the in the kitchen or something and i was like madonna dropped <laughs> well no we couldn't find madonna we couldn't dropped find off the bag plastic champagne plastic champagne madonna, madonna dropped just off. drops them off just drop the bag just the bag of stuff up oh god i was like that's so cool okay and then and then the at the axe that steven had hired showed up and then we're very helpful people. I'm very helpful. Yes. If I'm on, if I'm at somebody's home and they're cooking, or I will be, I will help. I will make the bed. I will do. I, I just, breakfast. I love being helpful. I like yeah. making breakfast. I clean. I'm like, can I do anything for you? And yeah. plus, it's a big house, and he's up there with his son. And I was yeah. like, one of the reasons I said, I was like, I know you're up there by yourself. Someone's got to attend to Ace. Yeah, I knew yeah. you would like 
yes. love hanging oh my out God. with Ace, and yes. I love hanging out with him too. So, mm-hmm. and I knew Kevin. And plus the dogs. I was so excited for Kevin to yes. hang out with the Great Danes and have space to run. Yeah, and then Ace was so excited to hang out with him because he can't walk those Great Danes, and he was so excited to walk. Yeah, Kevin they're one hundred and seventy-five pounds. So. Yeah. Oh God. And so, so when the talent came, I I didn't see this happen. But I don't know where I was. But like we came out to help them I, carry stuff. I went out to the car. We were wearing all black, and Stephen does have a, a staff. Um, he, you know, people yeah. who take care of the horses. And yeah, stuff, there's so. people that take care of the horses, and there's people to cook and yeah, yeah. To clean and stuff. But he doesn't. You know, he's not really pomp. He's not pompous. Oh at my all. god, he's no. Very down no. earth. Um, but I went out to help. Right. And because you're a gentleman, and this was a woman, a lady. You're very good with like if there's a heavy thing, you take it out of the girl's hands and you carry it for him. Take that heavy thing out of a girl's yeah. hands. Yeah. Anytime, ladies. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Yeah. You want me to pick that fork up for you, ooh, ooh. you little wafy princess? Fork. fork? <laughs> you want me to hold your fork for you? <laughs> you want me to feed you like a little baby? I want to eat off your deck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go. I don't remember her name, and she was listen. She was very German. She was very German to begin with, but she was very nice afterwards. Yes, she was. I saw that. I but, saw the uh, makeup. But I'll let you. I don't. I'll let you. Just, All I remember, I didn't see it. But you came in the house. He's, you were like, "I'm fucking that fucking chick." Oh my god! I swear to fucking god, if that fucking chick says one more word, I'm like, "What happened?" And did she just ask you to carry something? I was being helpful, and yeah. then she goes. She, and then at the and then I was like, can I take? This? She's like, well, take this and take this and take this. And I'm like, first of all, your accent makes me want to call my grandmother and make you apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's like, and then I said to Christina, I'm like, Jews. and that's why we're not doing comedy here because yeah. that's the type of shit I'm gonna say. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh-uh. yeah. but uh, I was like, um, <laughs> but I was like, I was. I was like, all right, I have to wipe. We have to wipe everything down, and everything right. has to be clean. So I'm like wiping things down to be helpful. Like there was a like a crystal ball, and I was like, I have to spray this thing and wipe Disco it down. Disco ball, yeah. And then she's like, bring this inside, and she's like, my friend, uh, the other performers are at the gate. I'm like, okay, I'm wiping this down. She's like, but now you go get the gate. I'm like, I was like, you know, I, I was like, I don't work for you. You know that, right? And then she was like, but you, you're supposed to. I'm like, I don't work here. Yeah, I'm a guest. <laughs> I'm like, now can I help you now? And then, but. I will go, but so when I'm done wiping this down, I will gladly go get your friends at the gate. See, that's a nicer, uh, that's a nicer way, way it went down than when you originally told me. Because you were like, I'm not the fucking help. I didn't say it. I'm like a that. guest. No, I was saying to you, like, that was my thought. Oh, but okay. Listen, I'm not, listen, if someone's, if someone's being like brash with me like that, I'm still like, hey, you're not, you're not knocking me off my gentleman here. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? Because we both have problems with authority, but Big they time. come out in totally opposite ways. Because if they someone do. orders you around, you're like, go fuck yourself. And if someone orders me around, I'm like, okay. Oh, and no. I'll smile while I do it. Do you need your shoes wiped? One of the Like, thi- I'm very Sorry, accommodating. I'm interrupt you. No, it's fine. I hate myself. Um, Why? I'm joking. Okay. Um, for interrupt, I hate myself. Um, one of my things, like I, I've had to, especially after the dog show, I had. There's so many wealthy people who I've had to work with, and one of the things I can't stand, and this is Stephen is not like this at all. We're oh my so, god! I, no. I, we, 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 he treats me like a, such a good friend, and yeah. so I'm so happy to help him with things and always ask if he needs a hand. Like as the same way the I would do for respect. you. Mutual respect, yeah, yeah, mutual yeah. respect. The same way I would do for you. And he's so great with his dogs and like a knowledgeable dude about dogs. So I like respect the shit out of him. Um, but I've like there's times that I've been working with people, and like this is right after I had that show. It's like I was, you know, it was like a thousand dollars for me to walk in the door. So oh, to Dogs in the City. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, Justin had his own show on CBS, which is a major network where it was Dogs in the City. It was him training people's dogs. Yes. Um. So then, you know, and then of course, 
you know, you get called by everybody for that. Like yeah. the people that would call, the people who were like, Caesar Milan has to train my dog. It was the same thing. Yeah. So um, there'd be times I've been in LA and all these wealthy people and, you know, there's uh, a, this is not all the time, but I, my, the hair on the back of my neck was always up waiting for somebody to treat me like the help, which makes me fucking crazy. Cause I'm like, listen, what's that from? What's it from? The boarding school stuff? When you cuz though you were abused essentially by the staff of that boarding school. A little bit, but I I don't know what it is. I think it what is my Cuz that makes though? the that makes the most sense. It's it's probably a little bit of that, but I don't think that was so much imprinted in me as much as it was like not having a dad around and so the way oh. that if if there was ever a time that I was disciplined, it was by the time I was getting in trouble. And so it was probably contentious at that point. Uh-huh. And teachers like back then, you know, I'm my 40s so teachers back then it's like always forget that yeah they would you know like they they were a lot more like the shit that they would pull even in in public schools they could never do now yeah they could never do that school you were in was an exceptionally abusive yes which which i've talked about on i gotta listen to that episode i've talked about it on On erotica Erotica, but i've also talked about it on guys we yeah 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 so um so I have this problem with the thought like if like you know even at the airport if someone's like sir the line's there i'm i'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now i'm not scanning on I, now the lines up bad. your ass yeah. it's bad and i have this like i have this i i always look at like archetypes and uh, like me and my therapist have these archetypes for the different aspects of my personality and one of them is the black dog uh-huh. that you know i i was also insecure as a kid and like picked on a lot because i was like artsy. Hey, weren't you overweight i was chubby oh chubby unathletic okay. artsy and like so i was picked on a lot by these like you know spoiled rich kids who from roslyn when i went to sleepaway camp with them because yeah. i was not like them at all um wow you've morphed yeah you so, morphed into a manly artsy guy yeah I, yeah i think so yeah <laughs> so so because i was you know anytime you, you look at here's an extreme version you look at someone like mike tyson who was like beaten up and like abused and picked on as a kid so they overcompensate by becoming like a badass so i don't i'm not like a badass but i have this part of me that's like, like i have there's like the little kid in me right mm-hmm. there's ralph the unwelcome party guest who's like the we've talked about that yeah, which yeah. is like basically uh your, your annoying thoughts the things that you want to push away your anxieties mm-hmm. then there's that the healthy twin which is like the higher self that that's the one speaking right now there's then there's the chimpanzee which is your desires for like sex and power and the one who's like when you're gonna get into an argument with someone that like wants yeah. to jump and then there's my black dog which is like the fucking protector that's gonna protect that kid mm. so if i feel threatened in a way what happens is that chimpanzee gets a little threatened he starts shaking at the cage mm-hmm. and if that chimpanzee sees that kid feeling threatened he goes and he's like oh yeah get and he dog. goes and gets the black dog yeah yeah and if the chimp the kid and the black dog are the three of them and that fucking healthy twin doesn't step in the room I'm not gonna step back in that line, bitch. So don't tell me to do it. Question. Yes. Why is the dog black? You know what it is? Because <laughs> I'm racist? No, I don't. <laughs> because like I think of like, you know, it's so interesting that I got mega. Because I think of like, you know, just an intimidating, like I think of like a, like almost like Prince. I think Prince is oh, the Stevens Great Dane. I yeah. think of like a black Belgian Malinois. There's oh, something yeah. Like, f- there's something fierce about well, that. Well, there's something about, pr- pr- so Steven has three Great Danes. Two of them are like almost like Harlequin. a cow. Harlequin. Oh, is that the name of it? It's black and white, like spots and stuff. Yeah. Prince is all black. And one of the, I mean, if I could date a dog, it would be that dog. He is so gorgeous and sleek and and stoic and oh there's you know something we'll about him you know how for the cover we'll, of 
your version of this podcast, you put all the different aspects of what we talk about. Yeah, yeah. We'll put prints on there. Oh yeah. So you'll see. But he is. Oh yeah, yeah. He's stunning. Oh my god. He's massive. The, when we went to the Hamptons over the summer to Stephen's house, um, there was one night where Prince slept in the bed with me, and I was just like, I, feel, I felt like nervous. I was like, Oh my god, he wants to cuddle with me. <laughs> So cool. I just, that dog is so beautiful. He's six, seven on his hind legs. That's crazy. Uh You know the funniest part about this weekend? We'll get to the Madonna part, but that Mm -hmm. wasn't the, the most enjoyable part for me was seeing Kevin chase Prince and Prince run away. He didn't know what to do with him. It was so funny. I was like, word? And those dogs, word Prince? And those dogs take deers down. I've had to, I've had to train them to stop taking deer down. Yeah, Prince was not having it from Kevin, but he wasn't doing, he was really good with him in that he wasn't like, he was not aggressive at all, but he was just like, ugh. ugh. It almost felt like Kevin was bullying Prince, like the way Prince reacted. Yeah, I think it was this. It was sort of like, <laughs> here's what it is. It Dogs have prey drive, so if a little, if it was another little animal, they know it's a dog. Yeah. And they also know, you know, Prince knows me and he sees me holding that dog and he knows like when I'm introducing them, he's like, clearly Justin's telling me not to, you know, Eat that to, dog. to be to be civil with this dog yeah so his way of being like okay i don't want to step on him but i'm also not allowed i can't really play with him because he's small is to run away to he's just in he just went into avoidance yeah yeah that's but funny it was really cute it's really Kevin's cute like running around chasing him like, and he banged his head in a tree <laughs> <laughs> he ran head first into a tree i think you have it on he was try- i do he yeah. was trying to play with prince and he just assumes that every dog no matter what the size just wants to be his best friend like he is so full of life yeah he's very much like me he's a he is an extrovert and then steven has those horses and he wanted to go in the horse pen and play with the horses i'm like kevin it was very cute absolutely not the first night it was so nice they play classical music for the horses <sighs> overnight and we went into the stables at night and it's lit very dimly oh it's like, my god it's almost like this this orange light yeah and we walked in i was like let's go in there and so the classical music is playing christina it's two walked, in the morning christina walked through and the stables are all lined up and they're beautiful and as she's walking through with kevin each one of them two by two because they're facing each other and there's f- three rows of them yeah well there's more than three but there were only six horses there and two by two they started coming out and they're beautiful yeah heads, like, and that one how he turned his head sideways to look yeah yeah like the way a dog turned and he was just so gentle yeah and he's just sniffing and you rub his head and it was just beautiful like i got that video of you because i think we instagrammed live the first second because you were just walking through and the music was playing and you're holding kevin and you had that smile on your face yeah and it, it, it made me very very happy me it was too a, it was a beautiful beautiful moment yeah and horses are the most incredible creatures I, they're they're probably my favorite creature on the planet is a horse versus a dog yeah hmm. because i when i'm with a horse and i get i've read about how they have like therapy horse therapy for drug addicts for people with ptsd for prisoner for like you got you fucked up do a horse therapy program um because when i'm when i am looking at a horse my whole body just calms down and i'm like part of the earth again i think it's they're they're bigger than you and they're, they're gentle. gentle. Yeah. And I mean, some of them are. That one was a nipper. Yeah, I didn't even care though. I'm like, you could nip me. I don't give a shit. But they're so much bigger than you. So it's almost like the way the ocean is calming because you're like, yes. this is the presence Vast. of something bigger than me and it's natural and it's so full of life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in order, you can't, in order to relate to it, Yeah. to relate to a horse, to it's like, you know, you, you cannot be in an anxious state. You have to be soothed and calm because that thing will fuck you up. Yeah. Well, yeah, and my I, for whatever reason, I mean, I'm always up 
to the ceiling all the time. My energy is always like that, usually, for the most part. And if, uh, you know, my th- like I just had therapy today, which is why when you commented, like, you're in a really good mood. I'm like, yeah, you are. therapy was clutch today. But she basically, ha- most of the session, she just did calming exercises with me because I'm having trouble going to sleep. Like and breathing? I kind of. Yeah, but um, imagining, what did she call it? Your not special place, but like you're a place that you've been or that you go or that you have been that just you feel alive and you feel connected with nature and you feel just good. And it's for me, it's rollerblading on like a sunny afternoon Mm. at this particular part in the east on the east along these river. And she just like for 20 minutes, she was just made me close my eyes and imagine like, you know, your body just glides through the breezes, the warm breezes hitting you. And she just did that for 20 minutes, just kept saying stuff. And she kind of nailed like what I love about rollerblading in in her speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so relaxing. That's oh, my awesome. God. But yeah. that's what a horse does to me without I don't need any of that. I just need a horse. You know what else I think it is? What? You know how babies, they stop crying when they look into their mother's eyes? because. They do, yeah. because a horse's eyes are so big, and when you look into its eyes, you you know how their eyes are soft and soothing, and, yeah. and you can even if, if a horse is afraid, they have that that you can see like the fear in their eyes. Mm-hmm. There's, I think that probably because the eyes are bigger than us, there's a part of us that like almost like a child feels connected to it and soothed by it. Yeah, does that make sense? Well, it's very much like a everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, vibe that they emit from and their it, eyes. And here's the thing: if you're probably if you're around calm horses, chances are you're in a place where everything is okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're like you're, you're probably sure. at some rich person's house. Where, yeah, where people aren't you just coming got to get done you. Partying with Madonna. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. That was really special afterwards. But so so during so I opened the door. And for Madge. For, yeah, for Madonna. Um, I have my mask on because I didn't know like what I Stephen was like, you know, when people who have been here have been here for a while and you guys have been quarantined. So it's fine. But I, I just didn't know what people are comfortable with. So I I have my mask on and uh, and and then I opened the door and her and her whole beautiful family came in. She has a ton of kids. Yeah, they were such good kids. Yes. Like that to me because I didn't I didn't really I said hi and she said hi, but there was no like form. No one hugged each other, shook hands. Of course. Um, but there wasn't like a formal introduction. So I was like, hey, hi, hello, hi, 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 hi. And then. Um, Just the way you planned it. Yeah, exactly. And the, exactly the way I rehearsed it. And then, you know, while the party, the, the performance was happening that was being Zoomed with the pole dancer and the, the German lady and the everything, um, I was sitting near, and, uh, and the kids were all around, and they were all hanging out, and I was like, oh, Kevin's upstairs. I'm going to go get Kevin and win these kids over, mm. and I brought Kevin down, and it fucking worked like a charm, but yeah. I was trying to hold Kevin up to where Madonna could see her, see him because she was near enough to me, but she didn't see him, um, but her kids were so sweet and kind, and I feel like, um, so I feel like when you meet a famous person, everyone's like, what are they like? I don't. I don't know what she's like, really. She was quiet. Yeah. She was sitting there. Um, but her children were so, um, you could tell, like, the kind of kid that you meet that you're like, yo, you were raised well. Your yeah. parents are, like, creative with you. Like, you know, all the things that, you know, we didn't get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fact, I could just tell when someone accurate. has, like, a good upbringing and then their parents, I don't know. Sure. I love, re- I love respectful kids. Yes. Sweet I've, and kind. Respectful kids. Kids yeah. that like when like a, a man teaches his young boy to shake another man's hand yeah i think that's uh some of the kids in my family are such brats oh yeah it makes me nuts i hate bratty it kids. makes me nuts bratty kids oh god i think they're ugh, gross because you look at the parents and judge the shit out of them yeah i guess but it's like you know as parents you can only do so much like 
there have to be examples of parents being truly doing all the things that they they can do to raise a good kid and then the kid just sucks. Yeah, I think, yeah, but for a kid to be like rude and inappropriate, that means that th- there has to be a they healthy get away fear of a parent where it's like, listen, yeah. if I say so, you better, same thing, Respect. With, same thing is with animals. So many, like so many people, this is so interesting. I've been doing, and it's been really good for me. I've been doing all, I got back into working with dogs a lot as a mm-hmm. result of this quarantine. And so I, the language of dogs has been, you know, my other company has been doing really well because I've been doing all these like Instagram lives where I'm helping people with all their foster dogs because all the dogs are out of the shelters right now. And some Which of these dogs great. are going bananas and yeah. people don't know what the fuck to do. So I've been doing that. And then I've been doing like video training sessions with people. And then d- when I got Mega, that foster dog, I was doing demonstrations of how I'm training him so that people can learn. And he certainly was not easy and big. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the people, like I'll be sitting there and their children will be listening in on the session that we're doing and they're talking about how, you know, the dog is this and does that and we don't know what to do. I'm like, well, what's its vocabulary? What commands have you taught it? They go, well, he knows sit sometimes and they don't. And I'm like, but you have these incredibly respectful children who I'm sure when they're eating, don't throw their pasta across the room. They're listening as we're talking right here. They're waiting to speak. How are they trained so well, but mm-hmm. it goes out the window with this dog? Mm. And then when you sort of tell, when you explain to people that they intrinsically understand this to begin with, it sort of clicks for them. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But and it probably like, makes them feel more confident too to take charge over the dog. Yeah. And, and it, to lead. Yeah. And it's uh, the interesting thing with the dog, and that the, the, as we talk about Kevin a lot, it's like, Dog people think dogs live in this hierarchical thing like wolves. They don't. They live it's because they're domesticated by people and there's no such thing as dogs without people and people wouldn't have survived without dogs because Really? Well, they're one of the reasons that we sort of survive uh, amongst uh over the Neanderthals because dogs oh. were our, our alarm systems, our hot water bags, oh. our hunting partners. They, you know, guarding oh, yeah. for our children. So they're true. so we're, you know, the the, the 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 their the confluence of man and dog is supposed to be yeah and woman well and said dog. thank you right so um so they so dogs live in more of a family structure just like children do in our fam in a, in our homes yeah you know what I mean they don't live in like this hierarchical thing where it's like you know human above dog it's not really like that they yeah. don't think that way yeah well I think dog above human well oh no that's just me where is Kevin speaking of I don't know. Uh-uh. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he didn't take off. Wait, hold on. He's small. I knew it. He's on his blanket. He's being good. He loves that blanket, and he's peed on it too much. I know. He peed on that while you were talking. Oh. Leave it alone. That's okay. Wait, do you hear that? That buzz? Yes. It just started. What the f? There you go. There we go. You could always run it through a phonic. What's that? A phonic? Yeah. You just run the podcast through that, and it takes all the it. It's it masters the audio in like oh, okay. 10 minutes yeah do you know go ahead no go ahead my favorite part of the weekend was i loved going to the beach yes with the danes that we did that the next day right yes and it's so nice that when steven sees these little moments in yeah. life He's got a good eye. He's got a good eye. He starts recording them with the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's in, like I've done a few photo shoots with him at this point. One, uh, he shot the middle of my, the middle picture of my book. Yeah. Uh, with his Danes. One of them, Roman, who's not with us anymore. Um, but sometimes I'll be doing something with the dogs and he'll start photographing. And so on the beach, that was so nice. 
And then in the stables, it was so nice. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, he did slow mo videos of you washing all the Danes. Yeah, and the classical music was playing. That was cool. And it's like kind of honor to be shot by him oh, because he's yeah. such an artist. Yes, yeah, you know? he's so talented. It's as if you were you were playing the piano right before we started this podcast. Christina's playing, learning a beautiful song. It's that she's going to play for us right now. Yeah, no, I'm not. But it's called <laughs> "To Build a Home" by Cinematic Orchestra. Very beautiful. So yeah. it's almost as if like uh, Madonna was like, "Hey, I want to sing a song, Christina. Can you get on the piano?" Oh, I'd be like, and I'd pass out. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, you know what? I was excited that it was. I was excited to um, have the opportunity to be in the presence of somebody who, because I, you know. I, I guess the word blanket famous people doesn't really fit into the sentiment I'm trying to communicate, but like people who have moved mountains and made an impact on the world, on pop culture, mm-hmm. on on anything. Like I, I'm just so impressed by. Yeah. And I, would, I, I love being in the presence of famous people that I respect. Successful people. Yeah, successful, yeah, successful people, but it just so happens that our careers, if you get really successful at it, you're famous. Like the arts yes. is famous. Yes. If you're if you're very if you're successful in the arts, you're yes, yeah. you're famous because you're performing for people. Exactly. And right. you garner following. But like she's bigger than life. I mean she's just like such a huge force. And I like people always ask me like, um what would you do if you met Beyonce, blah, 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 with Beyonce? Because that's the, that's the only famous person or pop culture person or singer person that I really um, just, uh, not so much idolize, but like I just look up to her in a way of like, I just love her grace and I love her talent. She's like, to me, the epitome of human potential and all that stuff. Who is she? Um, Beyonce is, uh, Beyonce Janelle, uh, mm-hmm. Giselle Knowles-Carter um, is, a, she's a singer. Oh. Just Google her later. Okay, I'll do that um, after. And, uh, but it was cool to meet somebody that, cause if I, if it was Beyonce, I don't even know that I would have gone. Cause I don't, I don't trust how I would act. Not that I'm going to like pounce on her or hug her or anything, but I, I don't know what would happen. I might explode, but someone like Madonna is such a huge person and a huge force in terms of like sexual revolution and mm-hmm. feminism and holy shit yeah um but it was well within my ability to contain myself and be totally fine like i was not not cool at yeah. all and i knew i wasn't I, I knew i was gonna be cool that's why i rehearsed my greeting um but if it was beyonce really she's the only person that if i met her i'd be like i can't what that'd be like the almost like the mushroom trip like i would just start hallucinating i don't know what i would do it was so nice when uh after the party like you were you know steven's very modest oh my god and he, yeah an element and i him love that, that about he's not, i wouldn't say he's shy but there's an element of like he's definitely not like uh he's definitely not a chess beater or anything no. he's so humble yes um which is probably why his art is so good it is and and i mean i i think so but uh when you were like when you were telling him, you're like, Steven, all these people showed up, you're so special. Yeah. And you weren't saying it in a way like, look how great you were saying, no, like, you're so yeah. special. Like you, and I, I feel like when you were saying it, you were affirming it and he was, he was glowing when you were oh, saying, Oh, was he? Like he needed, yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, it was really landing for him because you were saying it from such a genuine oh, place. But he's yeah, like that too. The, the, like the art that he's created is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it was really cool to see, um, all those people on, on zoom, mm-hmm. on the zoom video. Oh yeah. They just, they put so much work into the lighting of their like whatever their background was amanda lapore was one of the people on the zoom yeah, paint a picture for the people um and, and she um oh my god she was done up everyone was done up in their homes drinking or like smoking pot in their house or like had these gorgeous disco, disco lights, lights yeah. amazing outfits uh-huh. they had all they had just they put so much work into it and it was really cool and was. i was watching as i was watching and i was like 
looking at Madonna and I was like, that's fucking Madonna. But then I was looking at the video screen, the television screen. I'm like, all these people like put so much work into uh, attending virtually your birthday party. That's just so nice. Like what a special person you are for these people to be so excited and put so much work and thought into it. That's exactly that's, how you said it to Yeah, him. yeah. How, the funny thing was the cakes. <laughs> we had to get cake. We had to get cake. Oh my god! We realized you didn't have a birthday cake, so we went to Cinderella and got three twelve inch three circular eight inch um tro- uh, chocolate flourless cakes. And they they did that thing where they take a piece of the what, what is that from? It was like a hard piece of ice, a hardened piece of icing that you could eat, like right. a, like a sign you could eat, basically. And we basically had a because you couldn't write happy birthday. One of them wouldn't have been big enough, so we right. wrote, had them do three. So I said, "We'll do happy birthday, Stephen." Uh-huh. And then when we brought them back, it was this blue icing. <laughs> It, it it smeared off. Yeah. So I was like, do you have a Sharpie? And there was a blue Sharpie. So I just copied the script yeah. and wrote it in Sharpie. I'm like, like don't eat that piece. No one eat that one because that's Sharpie. No one eat that. That's not icing. That was um, fun. Yeah, it was nice. That and was so nice. Yeah. You know, it, it's so interesting. This time, and I've been saying this, has been, uh, you know, this it, this is hard. Like, this sucks. And it's certainly, I don't, yeah. I don't wish this to continue. But my the it's been such a fertile soil for creativity because yes. all the things that are normally pulling at us and you and I have specifically been saying how like we need to slow down and take a break in terms of like it's it's just always fun you and I both have the excitement addiction I know and we were supposed to be on the road soon which that would have been fun as shit yeah you and I were gonna be on the yeah um but I was like nothing was gonna slow us down like this mm-hmm. and I've been I wake up in the morning, especially when I, ha- I was wake up in the morning, working with that dog, videoing it, quickly making, uh, putting it online, showing people it, ex- like booking sessions like that, like mm-hmm. so engaged with that. And like my relationship with that dog was so engaged and, and, and worked to help other people. And I wasn't thinking about myself. Like he got me back on schedule. Yeah. And then it was like podcast, 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 editing, working on, uh, working on like the graphics, the new neurotica graphics, all these things. And I was just like, there's no fucking distractions right now yeah do you feel that way i feel i yes i feel that way a lot i i feel that way very much so and i feel like there's no excuses for me to feel guilty about not getting enough done because it's like we're all doing what we can and this is a forced timeout for everybody and um i mean uh you know obviously i'm i'm not because my living a lot of it it's touring and stuff but it's also podcasts so not this podcast but the other one guys who fucked and uh how lucky it is to not have that stress over money because i i that's very that can be very stressful oh my god yeah that's just not knowing where how you're going to pay rent the next month so so i felt i this whole time i felt so lucky i mean i'm very appreciative of all the things in my life but i've been like extra appreciative during this quarantine because um that's a rare opportunity because a lot of comics that we know that are really successful they make a shitload of money touring yeah most some of comics them. pull twenty thousand dollars i mean obviously if you're dave Chappelle level like you're way more but a weekend at a comedy club can do like 10 to 20k depending on who you are Yeah, most of our friends yeah. yeah and so and and so but a lot of these people are going on tour every weekend or every other weekend that's you're talking about 20 to forty thousand dollars a month that's just gone so it's i feel very lucky to um and they have that yeah that it is you are fortunate to have that and well deserved and then then we have our friends who are at this is the interesting thing about the arts then you have your friends who are as talented as good and just for some reason like we're all like everybody's got to be at a certain level of quality 
to be in the casino in the first place. Yep. But after that, the projects you're doing are just, it's if your number gets picked. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah, like, luck is a huge like factor. Guys We Fucked is an incredible podcast. There are other podcasts that are incredible as well. That one got picked because right place, right. Like all those things yeah. play a factor. The law of averages and randomness. How, yeah. it, how it affects our lives, which is one of my favorite books. But, you know, you have, we also have our friends who are, as talented as good and make you know three grand on a weekend yeah and they're really really this is hitting them really really hard yeah but you know what i was so interesting i was talking to jay and uh big jay okerson big jay okerson and um and he was saying he's like you know we're so fortunate because the world of comedy is this insular thing where everybody like you know there's a competitive nature to it because just the way there is like on a sports team but everybody's so there for each other yeah and it was like if i needed 10 grand I like so many of my friends in better positions would just write that check for me. Yeah. You know, and I would do the same thing yeah. for someone who needed three grand. It's a supportive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a supportive. We got each other's backs. Yeah. For sure. And it feels really good to be a part of a career that is one, one of the most fun and entertaining jobs to have in the world. Truly is the best. Uh, and then to be surrounded by colleagues that are all, just talented, hardworking, genuine. We're all kind of nuts in our own little way, but mm-hmm. supportive. Yeah, is really nice. When one of us releases an album or like the short film, so many people were so sweet about. Oh yeah, promoting Dwell, and that was really nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's we're very lucky, very lucky. But I'm I'm glad this time out has been really good to getting to know myself. I'm working on um because I'm always working on like something about myself. Like mm-hmm. I like pick a thing, and um. I have this book called Healing Your, um, this audiobook I'm reading, listening to, called uh, Healing Your Inner Child. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. I had this moment is in it? my kitchen the other night where she goes through these exercises and then she reads like, you know, the, your inner child's response and then the, the adult's response. You basically having a conversation and she instructs you to write a letter to your inner child and talk between the two of you. Your dominant hand is your adult self and your non-dominant hand is your inner child self. And so I was kind of doing the exercises where I'm like, let me just listen to the entire book to get a grasp of it and then I'll go back and do it. But one of them was like, you know, envisioning your you at a certain age and just going, what does that little girl need? And like really seeing her and giving her what she needs. And I, it's just this moment in my kitchen the other night where I was like, it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna take care of you. And Kevin's like, the fuck, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. But I've been working on that lately. And it's been um, at night, the, a couple hours before I go to bed, it's like two or three, I dim all the lights, I smoke a little weed and I just dedicate the last few hours of my day night to just doing being creative and coloring or like playing with kevin mm-hmm. my inner child comes out very oh my god and when i was with ace when we were on the beach i was yeah. telling you this before we recorded uh, because i've been reading this book um one of the things she says and a lot of the books types of books i read they're like you know hang out with a kid because kids are so confident and kids know what they want and they go like observe kids and um when i was running on the beach with ace uh and you you and steven were up ahead i was like ace we have to save the world the world depends on you are you gonna are you gonna rise to the occasion he's like yeah and we're just having the most fun and then later that day i was laying on the ground and ace you know ace has only met me twice but we you know we're kind of close ish but like he came up and he just like laid on me so sweet. and it was so because i could and i could tell he did that because we bonded at the beach because yeah. we both were letting our imaginations just run and we were having such a fun time together it was really cool tell them about the rocket ship oh ace's rocket ship 
Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you were. Well, uh, what about like <laughs> Ace wanted to build a rocket ship out of cans, out of white claw cans that Justin and I drank, and uh, and you were helping him do it. And you're very good. You're very good with kids. He's cute. Yeah, he's very cute. I love kids. He's the best. He's sweet. Yeah, you got to get creative with them, and yeah, it's like you get to play like that. But it was sweet. He was like, he was, I don't know how he didn't take a nap. So he was kind of like he was up a, a little cranky, but he was still up, and yeah. he wanted to. And he's like, he's like, I need fire for the rocket. He talks to himself about like rocketry. Yeah, he's like four. Yeah, like and, engineering of rockets. Yeah, he's like, and then the fire goes in the back, and this is the jet booster, and I'm like, and he's, he'll he'll just be. We were in the car with the with Lana Del Rey playing, and th- this uh, is on my Instagram too. And the Great Dane, one of the I think it was Prince, or it might have been River. We're in a Denali. Yeah, it's huge, and there's three giant Great Danes in the back. One's up the, the sunroof. <laughs> Kevin's on her lap. Yeah. Prince is on me as he always is with his head out the window. River, who's massive also, is got his head out the sunroof and then <laughs> Harlow is laying in between <laughs> me and like they're just everywhere. <laughs> and then and then uh you know Lana Del Rey's playing and again like Steven will see like a moment like that and the, because the music's playing he'll take his phone out and like we yeah. got these beautiful videos of like the what what are, what are those plants is was it not wheat? What are the the long brush? Oh, the ba- it, it, yeah, it looked like fields of wheat. Like fields of wheat. It might be fields of wheat. Yeah, it looked like a video. Barley. So, yeah, That's so it looked. Song. So Christina's like taking like video of like the cars going slow, and you're looking yeah. at the fields of wheat, and then she'll turn it, and then there's like a river's this head coming giant out the horse top, of and, a dog. and Lana Del Rey is playing. So it was like there were like these cinematic, beautiful moments yeah. from the weekend. Which the whole thing was that it was refreshing. Yeah, you could have filmed that and made a movie. Yeah, like a full length one. Yeah. It's crazy. It was nice. I'm glad that we got to do that. It was refreshing for the soul. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Thanks for inviting me, man. Anytime. We should go back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I want to. God, I want to like. Oh wait, I was going to say this to you. What? I think Kevin's so good for you, because I think that people treat animals the way they want to be treated. Like they say that with kids with teddy bears. (laughs) Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, people treat animals the way they want to be treated, and. You're so nurturing and loving with him. I still <laughs> want to get you to be a, let him be a little more independent. But you're so loving and nurturing with him, and I think that it's you know it's your your care for yourself. You see your, you see like how you want it to be mothered and nurtured. Yeah. And like I, you see it so clearly with yeah. you because I know you well. Well, one thing that Kevin does for me that I've noticed about it, I've noticed it pretty quickly, um, especially now that he's a little older, so he can you know when he was when I first got him, he was so little that he just kind of sat there and didn't really do much. Yeah, he looked like he was hatched out of an egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He looked like a baby pterodactyl. Right. Um, but, you know, when, if I'm playing the piano and he doesn't, you know, like he he's obviously hanging out by himself right now and he's not bothering me and stuff. But when he wants my attention, he wants to play. I treat it with respect because I'm like, oh, you have energy in you that you need to get out. Yeah. So it's not like he's being annoying to me. Um, he just wants to play. So I'll be. But you, you can't sh- give him an iPad. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I know, right? Have a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I guess typically I've never had a dog, so but usually that would that kind of thing would annoy me. Even if I was watching somebody else's dog, or, yeah, I just I don't like that. Um, he's not that. Kevin's not no. that needy. No, he's um, not. But uh, but when he does stuff like that, well, if I'm playing the piano and he comes up and he goes and he barks, which he rarely does, and when he does that, I'm like, you have enough energy in you that you need to expel. And then I just like stop what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, let's play. And then I'm just I don't know. He just chills me out so much. Yeah. And I can play, I play, I do this thing where I chase him around and I pretend like, I'm like, Kevin, get over here. Like I pretend, fake yell at him. Like mm-hmm. I whisper yell and he, he just gets the biggest kick out of it. He's so fucking funny. 
He is funny. He's he cracks me up. He is because look at it. He looks like he's made out of like random parts. He's he looks these, like he's made out of clay. His ears are too big. His yeah, I know. Legs are too small. His body's so long. He's all fucked up. And for the most part, he's silent. He doesn't make noises. No, he's sweet. And it's so funny to me, like when I throw stuff and he doesn't get it and he like looks at me like, well, you. And I'm like, what are you? What? I don't even know what you're thinking. But you're. He's crack. He cracks me up all nonstop. Dogs, man. I don't know how people. I don't know how people don't have dogs. I don't either. I, don't, I can't believe. I'm, well, I'm glad it took me this long to get a dog because I needed to like be with myself for a while. Yeah. But uh, even in the morning when he wakes me up early, early meaning like nine, I'm just so happy that he's there, that it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's unheard of for me because in the mornings I am not, um, you know, not, it's not that I, I used to be a huge cunt. Um, that's dwindled down. But I'm certainly not smiling in the mornings, but mm-hmm. I am with him. Yeah. I'm telling you, Mega, like that dog was, had, some issues that we had to work out and he was probably the one of the strongest dogs i've ever worked with yeah and definitely the most um fearless and the like the strongest internally and externally and reggie who who has like that sanctuary up in in westchester he's got all these pit bulls there who i'm gonna have him on my my other podcast on the language of dogs He's, he's like, this is this is without a doubt the strongest dog internally and externally that I've ever had. And I want a big fucking want a tank. pit bull. Yeah. I like a big pit bull. Yeah. Um, I just love them. I like big dogs. I love little dogs too. You like but, thick dogs. I like big dogs. Thick with two C's. Yeah, I want a dog that I can run with. That If I have to get on a plane, I got to buy the row. Like, that's yeah, how I yeah, like. yeah. But having him there and like, I like when they're a little fucked up. And I can fix them a little bit because they remind me of the way that I was as a kid. Ah. And I can parent them. And the fact that he had like certain issues that it really takes like a skilled person to deal with. And I was patience. like, patience. Oh I was like, God. I'm qualified to do this. I know how to do this. And I loved watching. I love, ta- I love when there's an animal who, for whatever reason, they've been hindered in their life and they're not they're not completely who they're supposed to be because someone didn't believe in them or knew how to nurture that. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the tree has grown a little bit crooked. So I yeah. like when they, same, I like the metaphor is killing I, it. I like it in women too. I like when there's, I like when people, crooked you know, roots, <laughs> crooked roots. I, but you know when they say, you know it's when my nickname pa- in high school, hey. <laughs> crooked roots. <laughs> uh, it's like you had bow legs or something like that. No, but, my hair was just wild. <laughs> oh, they called you crooked roots? No, I was just making a joke, but. But you it know when they make, say, it wouldn't surprise me. Go ahead. You know when they say paper has tooth? You know what that means? Yes, yes, like, yes. Like 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 paper that like watercolor paper has what's called tooth. It's got a lot of like it's got a lot of texture to it. Mm-hmm. I like people like that. Yeah. Like I relate I don't relate to people who it's like and both parents were in the house and everything was happy all the time and my dad worked back and like Yes, 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 yes. But Corinne, she's our only normal friend. But she's got she's fucked up in her own right, way. Yeah, Everybody. Of course, we all are. We all. Are. But like, I relate more. I relate more to women like that because mm-hmm. it, it's like, okay, we now, I get you. Yeah. You know, there's people who under there's people who accept you. There's people who understand you, and there's people who get you. Ah. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. Like my I family, do. for the most part. Like there's people like I have friends who are like we accept each other like Justin's like that yeah, I get that you, right uh, Justin's like that I, I I I accept him for that my then there's a, your family who it's like they understand you but they're like they're still different then there's fucking people that get, get you. you like I get you yeah I get you too Jesse gets me yeah yeah like there's people I get this girl that I'm seeing like I get her yeah yeah you know what I'm saying so um. But with animals like that, I'm like, I get you. Yeah. And so for me, it's nice to be able to be like, come here, motherfucker. Like, you need discipline with one hand and nurturing with the other. Mm-hmm. And most people are going to go too far in one direction, too far in the other direction. But I got the fucking sweet spot. And I love being able to, like, work out their foibles to the point where, like, 
they become who they're supposed to be, which is they're confident, but at the same time they have their autonomy. They're mm -hmm. loving. They're not afraid. Like I, it's nice to nurture. And that it's that's the same way. Like I think like you with Kevin, yeah. Me with like a big fucking pit bull who's gone awry. Yeah. Not that I'm a big guy, but like me with a little wiener. Yeah. yeah. You with a little puppy. wiener. Me with a big black a baby dog. Baby wiener. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the big black guy. You're the little wiener. Yeah. Oh. You, you just named the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. I didn't think about that, but that's very true. Yeah. And it's I've I've been surprised by how patient i've been i've been th almost like relieved like thank god because i i didn't want to i didn't want to be a bad dog parent no you're good um you never yeah. know how you're gonna be unless you do it yeah uh, yeah well you've been doing it for a while so you know how you, you are. should get another one um two's easier than one yeah i've heard that mm -hmm. i've heard that that it, still doesn't make sense to me they have each well, other i got two of them now like if i want to pick them up and take them into the deli because i can't have a dog on the floor in the deli i gotta pick up two you could put this dog in the Coke pocket of your pants. What are you yeah, talking about? He's this big. Yeah, but Kevin's going to get a little bigger. He's going to get a little. I like two dogs. Yeah, I've, uh, and somebody else who, a couple of people actually who have dachshunds, um, good said that they get lonely and sad, and obviously I'm here all the time, so he hasn't had an opportunity to do that yet, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what's in the cards. Yeah. We've been talking for a while. Should we yeah, plug we it up? Yeah, let's do it. Plug it up. You go first. Um, follow me on social media at Christina Hutch. You know how to spell it. And if you don't, well, oh, if you're releasing this on Erotica, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-A, Hutch. ChristinaHutchinson.com is the website where you can watch my short film, Dwell, that Justin is in. Mm -hmm. And uh, Guys We Fucked is my podcast with Corinne Elizabeth Fitcher, Fisher, Fitcher, um, available exclusively on Luminary. That's a subscription-based podcast platform. However, it's $35 for the year. Oh, really? And by now, you have a year, like, if you've never listened to the podcast, you have a shitload of years to to binge on. Come um, on, you cheap fucks. Yeah, but the podcast has been so much better since we switched to Luminary, and I'm very proud of it, so I'm going to promote that until the day I die. And if you're listening to this on Neurotica, listen to Christina's other podcast, The Voices in Our Head, which oh, yeah. is... Uh, it's incredible. She does it sometimes with guests, but mostly by herself, mm -hmm. which is not an easy thing to do. No, I'm up for it. I love me a challenge. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very challenging. It's cool. I love the way. My favorite is how you do the album art. I think it's so oh, cool. Oh, thanks, thanks. I think that's so creative. I wanted to rip that off for you. And I was for like, the I logo or the thing I post every week? I like how every week there's sort of, it looks like the torn out collage. Yeah, of oh, Emily Rogers. About. Yeah, I got to tag her in those because she makes them. She's our um, associate producer, not assistant, but more associate producer for Corinne and I. Yeah. Um, I got to tag her in those because she does do a great job. Yeah. Um, as for, you done with that? Yeah, I'm done. As for me, it's at I am Justin Silver on all social media platforms. I appreciate when y'all DM me and tell me that you got something from this podcast. Uh, it makes me feel good and I always respond to everybody. So please keep that stuff coming. If you like these shows, give them five star ratings and yes, reviews please. on iTunes and drop a little comment. It's yeah. good. It helps us and it makes us feel good and encourages us. Um, I have my, I have two other podcasts. I have No Disrespect with myself and comedian Mike Vecchione. We're doing it through Zoom, so it doesn't have all the bells and whistles and graphics that we normally have. It's kind of like a variety show, but very, very funny to listen to. Yeah. And then I have The Language of Dogs, which is my podcast where I talk about dogs and give dog training advice. And my other account is at The Language of Dogs, where anything you want to ask me about animals, people do it on my I Am Justin Silver. I'm like, ask me over there, and yeah. I will tell you anything you want to know. I'm generous with that information. Of course, uh, watch Dwell. It is on Vimeo. Mm -hmm. Leave comments on that. We appreciate it. And I'm also on the show High Fidelity with Zoe Kravitz, oh, yeah. which is on Hulu so good. right now. So you can take a look at that. Hey, everybody. Until next week, stay neurotic. Congrats on not killing yourself. There you go.